Welcome to the Abide Daily Podcast from Ecclesi of the Church in Salt Lake City, a time led by our pastors and others in our church to abide in God through prayer, reflection, and the reading of His Word together. Hi, this is Becca. Thanks for joining us today for the podcast. Before we begin our time of reading and prayer, let's start by taking a moment of silence to be still and be aware of God's presence with us. Now take a moment to share with the Lord where you're at. What are you thinking? How are you feeling? Also spend some time in gratitude. Thank him for the things that he's done, the things that he is doing, and the things that he will do. A prayer for endurance. Almighty God, whose most dear Son went not up to joy, but first he suffered pain, and entered not into glory before he was crucified. Mercifully grant that we, walking in the way of the cross, may find it none other than the way of life and peace. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord. Amen. Heavenly Father, as we read your words in scripture, we ask that Holy Spirit would draw near to give us understanding. Lord, we ask that you would meet with us and lead us into your kingdom today. Our reading today comes from Acts chapter five. I'll be beginning in verse 12. Now many signs and wonders were regularly done among the people by the hands of the apostles, and they were all together in Solomon's portico. None of the rest dared join them, but the people held them in high esteem. And more than ever, believers were added to the Lord, multitudes of both men and women, so that they even carried out the sick into the streets and laid them on cuts and mats, that as Peter came by, at least his shadow might fall on some of them. The people also gathered from the towns around Jerusalem, bringing the sick and those afflicted with unclean spirits, and they were all healed. But the high priest rose up, and all who were with him, that is, the party of the Sadducees, and filled with jealousy, they arrested the apostles and put them in the public prison. But during the night, an angel of the Lord opened the prison doors, brought them out, and said, Go and stand in the temple, speak to the people all the words of this life. And when they heard this, they entered the temple at daybreak and began to teach. Now when the high priest came and those who were with him, they called together the council and all the senate of the people of Israel and sent to the prison to have them brought. 
But when the officers came, they did not find them in the prison. So they returned and reported, We found the prison securely locked, and the guards standing at the doors. But when we opened them, we found no one inside. Now when the captain of the temple and the chief priest heard these words, they were greatly perplexed about them, wondering what this would come to. And someone came and told them, Look, the men who you put in the prison are standing in the temple and teaching the people. Then the captain with the officers went and brought them, but not by force, for they were afraid of being stoned by the people. And when they had brought them, they set them before the council, and the high priest questioned them, saying, We strictly charged you not to teach in this name. Yet here you have filled Jerusalem with your teaching, and you intend to bring this man's blood upon us. But Peter and the apostles answered, We must obey God rather than man. The God of our fathers raised Jesus, whom you killed, by hanging him on a tree. God exalted him at his right hand as leader and savior to give repentance to Israel and forgiveness of sins. And we were witnesses to these things, and so is the Holy Spirit, whom God has given to those who obey him. When they heard this, they were enraged and wanted to kill them. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. As I read this passage, it kept dawning on me so many parallels between what's happening here and what just happened in the book of John that we went through in Jesus's ministry. For one, people are bringing out the sick and the demon-possessed just on the street so that if Peter walks by, maybe his shadow will touch them and they'll be healed, which reminds me of um, several that Jesus healed. The woman who touched his cloak and received his power, the friends that brought the paralytic into the house so that Jesus would heal him. Um, also, it reminds me of the response given to Jesus by the high priest, similarly here to the apostles. They're arrested. They're put imprisoned. They try to keep their message quiet. Yet, just like um, when Jesus' body was put in the tomb and he was miraculously resurrected, um, The apostles are put into prison and they are miraculously set free so that they can continue to tell people um, of the life that is had when you follow Jesus. So I love all these parallels and it got me thinking um, that we are witnesses of Christ's work just as the apostles and that he has given us the Holy Spirit just as he gave the apostles the Holy Spirit Uh, in verse 32, Peter says, we are witnesses to these things, and so is the Holy Spirit, whom God has given to those who obey him. So I went back to John 16, where Jesus talks of the Holy Spirit to the disciples before he leaves. And he tells them in chapter 16 that it's to our advantage that Jesus leaves, for if he does not go away, then the Holy Spirit will not come. But if Jesus leaves, he will send the Holy Spirit to us, and the Spirit will come. He will convict the world concerning sin and righteousness and judgment. So I love that the apostles here in Acts are fully living into that. They are fully proclaiming the power of the gospel by the power of the Holy Spirit in them. And they're bearing witness and Unashamedly, they are seeking signs and wonders of the kingdom coming. 
And this brought to mind one of our 10 hopes as a church. It says that we dream of a church that experiences signs and wonders as a tangible expression of God's kingdom. And as I've been reading through our 10 dreams as a church and looking at the action steps, it just brought to mind that when I read this one, the Lord brought to mind a neighbor of mine who is physically in need of healing as well as healing in his heart. So I've just been praying for him and my kids and I, as we see him, um, he sits outside a lot. And so the Lord brings him to mind a lot and we just pray for him. So my encouragement for myself today is to continue in that prayer for those who are far from Christ, that the work of the Holy Spirit would come to convict their hearts of sin and to bring righteousness into their lives so that they may experience the gospel and the goodness of Jesus and the life that we have in him. So my encouragement to you today comes straight from the 10 dreams of our church and the action step of praying for someone by name who doesn't know Jesus as Lord. And as you pray, ask for a miracle of regeneration in their heart. Pray for someone by name who does not know Jesus as Lord and ask for the miracle of regeneration by the Holy Spirit in their heart.
Heavenly Father, thank you for sending your son Christ to bear our sin and to forgive us and give us new life that we may walk in new ways. Holy Spirit, I acknowledge your power, your power to convict our hearts and to bring those who are far near to Christ. I do pray for my neighbor that you would bring physical healing to his body um, and that you would regenerate his heart. Spirit, give me the courage and boldness to step into opportunities of proclaiming the good news to him. We love you, Christ. We thank you for the life that we have in you. Through our lives and by our prayers, may your kingdom come.